Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It was quite a week in Ottawa, a story that had been smoldering, if I can use the unfortunate tie-in with the very real fires we're going to be reporting on this afternoon. But it did. It started, we had the reporting in the Globe and Mail, the drip, drip. We had Sam Cooper from Global. And now here we are, where this is a story that this week followed the Prime Minister to a coronation in London, asked about it even today followed him to a liberal convention in Ottawa and followed him everywhere he went in Ottawa this week, including some fiery moments and revelations that happened in question period. We're going to unpack this, as we say. David Aiken joining us live, Global News Chief Political Correspondent. David, good afternoon. Hey, Arlene, how you doing? I am good. How are you? What a week to cover this story started, the beginnings of it, the genesis from the the leaker, who we still don't know who that is in CSIS. And then now we have Michael Chong, conservative MP, targeted his family. He wasn't told and a promise from the prime minister that that's going to be changed. Explosive week, David. It was, and it's uh, it can be a little bit of a complicated story. Uh, Michael Chong was on uh, the West Block uh, this afternoon with uh, our substitute host, Eric Sorensen. He talked about it, and you're right, the Prime Minister himself, who started the day in London, in England, he was over there this weekend for the coronation. He got asked about this. Trudeau's on his way home. He'll land a little later on in uh, Ottawa this afternoon. But uh, this all starts two years ago, in 2021. Uh, when our spy agency, CSIS, uh, apparently uncovered some kind of plot in which Michael Chong, the conservative MP from for Wellington Halton Hills, that's Georgetown, Fergus, just uh, just uh, west of Toronto. Uh, apparently, CSIS found a, a plot in which the uh, Beijing regime was going to somehow intimidate or harass uh, Michael Chong and his family, and specifically some relatives that Chong has. Uh, in Hong Kong, Chong uh, is as a uh, descends from Dutch and Chinese parents, and he's got uh, uh, parents in Hong Kong, or he's got relatives in Hong Kong. That was what CSIS discovered in 2021, and CSIS put together a memo. And what we learned this week, well, we learned about the contents of that mm-hmm. memo this week when that memo was leaked to some of our friends at the Globe and Mail, and then what we learned later in the week was. CSIS did, in fact, uh, do what it's supposed to do. It told the relevant security agencies, including the National Security and Intelligence Advisor to the Prime Minister in 2021. Now, here's where it gets a little complicated. Uh, We're not exactly sure who the NSIA, the National Security and Intelligence Advisor, was in 2021 to the PM because he had three uh, in that Mm -hmm. year. One was Vince, a fellow named Vincent Rigby. Uh, there was uh, an interim uh, uh, NSIA and another one, David Morrison. Our reporting, we have contacted or tried to contact all three of those individuals. Rigby, when contacted, says, I didn't get that memo about this alleged plot involving mm-hmm. Chong. And neither did the interim uh, uh, NSIA, which leaves us with David Morrison. He hasn't responded to our inquiries yet. And where is David Morrison these days? He's the deputy minister at the Department of Foreign Affairs. He's very much in the mix. 
In any event, the reason why I want to find that out is because the prime minister this week and today said, no one told me two years ago mm-hmm. that Michael Chong, an MP, was targeted. And in fact, on Wednesday, Trudeau tried to throw CSIS under the bus, saying CSIS should have told somebody. Well, And they Thursday, did. Then the reporting did. was they did. Yeah, they did. Well, it wasn't the reporting. It was actually the current NSIA, mm-hmm. the current National Security Advisor. Her name is Jody Thomas. She phoned up Michael Chong on Thursday, mm-hmm. about an hour before question period, and said, Michael, I've got some things to tell you. One of the things is that CSIS did tell my predecessor back in 2021. This is the day after the prime minister has said CSIS didn't tell anybody. Trudeau's own national security advisor phones up Michael Chung and says, actually, sorry, CSIS did tell uh, the national security advisor and people they should have told, but the information never got to the PM. And David, I just want to ask you, yeah, yeah. okay, finish and then uh, there are questions. Well, long story short is the PM says he's changed that. If CSIS or anybody Mm -hmm. ever gets information about an MP being targeted, he wants to know about it. So that is the processy part of it where we get to plot did CSIS know? Yes. Mm-hmm. CSIS told mm-hmm. the National Security Advisor? Yes. Did that National Security Advisor do anything about it? Apparently not. Trudeau says, I didn't, nobody told me. And he didn't learn about it until he read about it in the Global Mail this week, like the rest of us. It is. You know, that, that contradicting information mattered. It didn't look good. And when Jody Thomas, and we learned that she, as you just have laid out, called Michael Chong, he didn't really walk it back, did he, David? How did the prime minister handle that new information? It wasn't, it wasn't yeah. clear. It wasn't clear we, in the we, beginning. It wasn't clear he got the message, really. Right. So, so Trudeau then on Friday... Trudeau was at the, the, the Liberals had their big convention in Ottawa. Before Trudeau went to the coronation, he was at the big party event. Mm-hmm. We asked him about this, and he said, I, I passed on the best information I had at the time. That doesn't really, that doesn't really, yeah. that's an indictment, if you ask me, on our security services. I mean, sure, I guess uh, Michael Chong will say, and he did today on the West Block, say, actually, that's an indictment of the prime minister. You've been in office eight, eight years now. You ought to have your sort of information sharing systems down pat. Okay, fair enough. I'll give Michael his. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a reasonable opinion. But on the other hand, what kind of confusion was going on, uh, you know, two years ago when something ought to be done about this? Now, the bigger issue, Arlene, at this point is okay. We sorted out what, when does the PM know or whatever. The bigger issue now is what CSIS said two years ago was there was a diplomat from Beijing here in Canada that was involved in this plot to intimidate, harass. Uh, a member, uh, an MP's family, or the MP himself. That diplomat is still in this country. Why is that diplomat still in this country? Why has that diplomat not been expelled? That is something the Conservatives were hammering away all week, and that is something the Prime Minister got asked about today. I'll have more on this tonight on Global National if you want to watch it. Uh, but basically what the PM said today, well, we're, we're carefully considering whether we want to expel this mm-hmm. diplomat because the PM is worried about retaliation by Beijing that will hurt our economy. And he specifically singled out and, and, yeah. pork and canola. And what do we do next? And the the other person that was apparently part of this report and this diplomat is still in the country. And there's a, a, a conversation, and you just gave us a quote from the prime minister on kind of a, I don't know, what do you call it? Namby-pamby quote. Didn't really say anything. They're looking into it. You know, David, I'm sure you did as well. I'm talking to so many 
many former and current national security analysts and people who worked in the government, and many are really saying this point is really important right now, that it must be high risk for our adversaries, China, Russia, perhaps Iran. Everyone's getting a message from this. This is one of the things that Michael Chong makes. Again, he's uh, he's on the West Block earlier today. That's our uh, our political our, our Sunday political show, and then you can watch the course online. And one of the things that Michael Chong says is um, he he is a little bit upset that the Prime Minister today and the Foreign Affairs Minister earlier in the week, Melanie Jolie, uh, were saying they're worried about expelling a Chinese diplomat for fear that the Chinese may retaliate with some economic measures. And what he says is, why would you telegraph that? Why would you say to yeah. Beijing that we're vulnerable <laughs> to some sort of leverage um, by the regime there? He doesn't think that's appropriate. And he says that is a result of the fact that we have not expelled uh, a diplomat, I think, since 2008. Another one of our colleagues, Stuart Bell, he's got a piece online right now, globalnews.ca, that talks about the sort of the history of that, um, ex- expelling diplomats. It's a very serious thing. I'm sure you know, Arlene, it's a very sing- serious thing. You're sending a very strong message when you kick a diplomat out of the country. But the point is that Chong is making is that, you know, we haven't kicked out any of the Russian diplomats that are spreading disinformation, misinformation uh, about the uh, war in Ukraine and and Russia's role there. We haven't kicked out any Chinese diplomats. Um, And and as a result, uh, in Chong's view, these countries feel free to try to intimidate Uh, Canadian citizens of diaspora communities here on Canadian soil. And so I think the the Conservatives, certainly, as we look to the week ahead, there's going to be a vote in the House of Commons on this whole issue of the Chinese diplomat tomorrow. Um, As we look to the week ahead, I think certainly the the Conservatives and to a degree the New Democrats and the Bloc Québécois are looking for some action and less sort of stroking your chin and thinking about things, which is what what the prime minister said the government is doing right now. It is. So it's kind of opened up something that's been smoldering there for some time, hasn't it, David? Are we doing enough? You know, misinformation, disinformation. We've watched all these efforts around the world, specifically in the United States, kind of focusing on Russia and talking points and where they're putting it. In fact, we've we've watched that there are there's a amplification of certain people here in Canada who put out those even pro-Putin or anti-Ukraine war statements. So this has kind of brought to the surface something that has been there for a while, a wake-up call, perhaps. Well, it, 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 you're right. It has been there for a while. I mean, really, it, it, it really was mostly uh, when we're talking about uh, diplomats in another country be- behaving badly on our soil. It's mostly been about Russian diplomats for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this case, yes, uh, certainly Chinese diplomats. And there was something that uh, the Chinese president, Xi Jinping, sort of encouraged his uh, foreign diplomatic corps to do, starting about a couple of years ago, is called warrior diplomacy, wolf warrior diplomacy. Be a wolf warrior out there, all you Chinese diplomats, in which it was the mission of diplomats to be aggressive, to get in the face of whatever uh, country China believes is uh, at odds with it. That That could be Canada, that could be the United States, could be the U.K., and uh, and here in Canada, the the Chinese ambassador to Canada, his name is Kong Pei Wu. He's here in Ottawa. Um, you know, he, he pushes back as hard as anybody when somebody pushes at China. So last week, the Foreign Affairs Minister Melanie Jolie summoned Ambassador Kong again. He's the, the ambassador from China 
to say, we're not going to tolerate this, this thing that you guys did with Chong. And Kong just pushed back saying, we don't do any sort of that thing. And why don't you go jump in a lake? And so people are saying, like, we're not going to have it. When I say people, conservatives are saying Mm -hmm. that uh, we ought to toss diplomats like this uh, and let them know who's boss. If you're going to be credited to serve in our star, you're going to do so in a certain kind of way, the way Canadian diplomats behave, we assume, uh, in their countries. You know, you've been referencing the Liberal Convention. It came up. You had a former Prime Minister, Jean Chrétien, uh, trying to throw, I guess, everybody off the political scent there, saying maybe the Globe is going to want some kind of an investigation because we have invited Hillary Clinton here. It's election interference. Trying to make light of it, David, how did it go over and what does that say? We all wonder if anything an accident when it's said certainly by a former prime minister at a convention? Well, I think the bigger issue at the convention, and I spent three days sort of hanging around the floor of this thing, I do this for, you know, conservative conventions, New Democrat conventions, you name it. It's, it's, uh, it's actually can be kind of socially uh, enjoyable sort of gossiping <laughs> about politics for three days. <laughs> but what struck me at the liberal convention is I really didn't find anybody there who thought that this, this Chong matter this whole issue of did the prime minister get informed? He did not. And are we mm-hmm. kicking that diplomat out? They don't seem to think it's a political liability for the governing party, for the Trudeau liberals. And who knows? It may not. I mean, I've talked to others. I've talked to conservatives and Democrats who say, um, you know, uh, this is a prime minister that, that went through an election campaign with the blackface scandal over him, yeah. uh, went through another election with the SNC-Lavalin matter over him, where Jody Wilson-Raybould quit and accused the PM of interfering in a court case. Didn't seem to touch him. He won minority governments. But if he can survive those kind of things, I think a lot of liberals say, well, this is small potatoes. That was the feeling at the among liberals at their convention. Again, the opposition parties do not feel this way. They think this is a very serious matter, and they will certainly be, be pursuing it uh, next week uh, in the House of Commons. They are, and they're calling for Jody Thomas to come to committee, aren't they? Yeah, well, they want to get the, not just Jody Thomas, all, like the the whole roster of, of national security mm-hmm. advisors. It's been pretty typical in my experience over the last, uh, you know, 20 years, 20 or so years I've been here through Prime Minister Harper and Prime Minister Trudeau. Uh, you know, the, the national security advisor position rotates in and out, I would say, every 18 months to two years. It's a very senior position. Uh, Jody Thomas's background, she used to be the deputy minister of the Department of National Defense. Uh, she's also run the Coast Guard. Uh, she's a very button-down uh, uh, sort of administrator, security official. Uh, I think widely seen as pretty competent official. Um, and I, I'm certain that parliamentarians want to hear, um, you know, what did she do when she heard of, when she read this in the Globe and Mail? Um, but I think also you're going to see parliamentarians are also going to want to speak to Jody Thomas's predecessors. Remember, I mentioned the three in a row they had in 2021 mm-hmm. as a transition from Vincent Rigby to David Morrison. And um, and they'll want to speak to those individuals to go, you know, what happened? I mean, here's the sad thing. You know, I mean, usually, you know, early in any situation, the most uh, likely uh, explanation is probably the correct one. And in this case, it, what seems to have happened is literally a memo fell through the cracks between three different national security advisors. It's the government. <laughs> I mean, but yeah. again, this is this is a, this is a really important matter of national security. And that shouldn't happen. And so that's why there is going to be some talk about process. How did the ball get dropped here? Again, so far, and Michael John today is saying, as far as he's aware, the prime minister did not know two years ago. Yeah, yeah. But he says 
that the, the, the prime minister is still responsible for a system that failed to inform him. And that's where the yeah, buck so, stops with the yeah. PM. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.